0: Hi, my name's Dan, I'm here with my good friend G and this is the Wrong Football NFL Podcast
1: This is not a drill The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl This is not a drill
0: So, a scale of, of one to ten, how just how excited did you get on there on Sunday evening, Jay?
1: Um, about a fifteen. About um, fifteen. I'm
0: I'm surprised <laughs> it's as low as that. To be honest,
1: uh, you know, I I, I I might have sprinted downstairs to explain to my partner, who cares not, of course, she knew what was going on because she watched the previous two games. Um, and um I might have messaged several people I might have you know I, basically I've been in a state of joyful disbelief pretty much since I think
0: I can imagine I can imagine it's uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic uh, a fantastic uh, way to end a weekend is that <laughs> uh... yes and, and it's <laughs>
1: kind of it, it just feels so incredibly surreal and, and wonderful that um you wait 31 years for a playoff win yeah. and suddenly you get um three of them and you're in the Super Bowl
0: that's it. It's uh, yeah. It was. I. I just wish I'd put some money on the Bengals at the beginning because I'd have made a lot of money. At the beginning <laughs> of the uh, at the beginning of the of the of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm very sorry. There's no way I could have predicted it. This <laughs> is why you know. This is why um, odds, odds, bakers and bookies are the ones who win out in the long run.
0: Yeah, I have noticed we're turning into a uh, turn into a, into, a, into a betting po- uh, podcast, so I'll uh, I'll steer <laughs> us away slightly from uh, from that over the last few weeks. Um, yeah, so it, it was uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a been a great weekend, another great uh, another great weekend of football. We'll uh, we'll, we'll take a look at o- outside of football. You been okay?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm fighting a bit of a headache, but you know it's it's the end of the season and we're strapping yeah. it on and going. But yeah, yeah, Um That's little tired. three, three but, more but pots, good and very happy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how you're counting it down now?
0: Yeah, three, yeah, so three more, three more pods, and then I can have a little break. <laughs> anyway, let's have a, yeah. Let's go into the news. Let's have a look at uh, some of the news. there's been some uh, some pretty big news this this week. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna lead with the second point that we've got on our uh, on our agenda because that's probably the biggest point of uh, of of the week. Um, Tom Brady's retired. Tom yes. Brady has uh, has. has decided to hang him up it was always a you know, there was always a possibility it was going to happen Um, it was always something that was you know it, but I, I think I think we both said you know we didn't I probably didn't expect it to happen but on the on account of the fact that he said he wanted to play till he was 45 he's 44 and he's he's, he's still he's left the league
1: up. in like yardage and receptions I think I mean there was you know very little evidence of any um, sort of downgrading his performance if yeah. there were struggles late in the season it was more to do with um him losing players um, it, we talk about generation players all the time, but you very rarely do we get one who literally plays for a generation. He was in the oh, league yeah, for 22 yeah. years. There are, you know, grown adults who have known nothing but, um, Tom Brady in the league. So
0: well, I, it I'm, is... I, I'm one of them to be, to be honest.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. And it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's sort of a seismic moment, I guess. Um,
0: yeah, his, it, his it's exact, it's exact statement that he, uh, he put out. I'll, uh, I'll read it out as, I, You're not going to believed, read the whole thing, surely? I, well, I was, I was going to. It's not that long. I've always believed uh, that the sport of football is an all-in proposition. If a 100% competitive commitment isn't there, you won't succeed. And success is what I love so much about our game. Uh, there is physical, mental, and emotional challenge every single day that has allowed me to maximise my highest potential. And I have tried my very best these past 22 years. There is no shortcut. There are no shortcuts to success on the field or in life. Interesting. Um, maybe deflating balls uh, this is difficult for me to write but here goes I'm not going to make that competitive commitment anymore uh, I've loved my NFL career and now it's time to focus on my time and energy on other things that require my attention so short and sweet I suppose
1: yeah, that's like the edited highlight. He goes on to thank an awful lot of people in the Bucks. If you read the full Instagram yeah. post, but um, yeah, yeah that, that's sort of like the headline. Uh, there's been some people trying to make a thing about it. he went through and thanked all the Bucks people, but didn't mention the Patriots. I suspect that something will be coming later, and it's a bit weird when you're retiring as a as a Bucks, maybe to to mention a previous team. And I'm sure it'll all shake out. Um, he, they've, they've,
0: he's, he's gone back and um, they posted something about him, and he went back and said, "Thank you, love you guys," or some, something like that. So, uh, I, I think yeah, he was okay. I think, uh, I think yeah,
1: was, I, I've even heard somebody mention the possibility. I, I think this was more speculation than that, but you know, it could well be that he's planning to do one of these two-day retire jobs for the paperwork. Um, maybe. Uh, it's also the interesting thing about um, sort of like the will he won't he it leaks. I think it leaked before he went to, before he was ready to. And, yeah,
0: we we were we were texting on Saturday night, was it? Yeah, we were kind of yeah. texting going,
1: oh look look look,
0: it looks like he's uh, he's re- he's retired, and then and then it came back, of, oh no no he he hasn't yet. Yeah, so it then took a couple of days for him to to finally come out with it.
1: I've also heard some speculation that perhaps he would not have wanted to have dropped it, sort of like right before the um, you know the conference championship games. But um, yes, yeah, it's just yeah. I I I think the thing with this is all is not so much the games; it's the preparation before and the recovery after that you hear professional sports talk Absolutely, about yeah. a lot of the yeah. time. It, it, you know, it's not that they can't do it at all. It just takes but,
0: longer to, to, to repair every time, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. And, and he's getting to a stage where he's got a family unit and, and it, it's just, I, when you have, when it's your time, it's your time. And I guess, guess, you know, and, and it, it's, it's, it is a little surprising given the performance and how committed he was. And as you say, he'd been talking about wanting to play to 45, but um, you you can't really begrudge him. I think the scale of his achievements can be split by the fact that he's essentially had two hall of fame careers. And it was something like if Patrick Mahomes was to equal his statistical achievements and his championships, he would have to uh, pretty much do what his current production for another 14 years and win a championship every other year.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, you know, he's, it's, it's, he's, he's had an, he's had one of those just, just an incredible career. I think you can, I think he saw someone split his career basically into three, into three sections and he pr- pr- basically had three Hall of Fame careers. Um, when you, when you, when you split it and look at the stats
1: and I and think I'd only seen it split in like two, but either yeah. way, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And it, it's, it's kind of, and I always felt like, um, the answer to, well, there's a couple because it's so hard to compare different positions, but you know, for how long Jerry Rice went on, I always thought he had an amazing case. But yeah. just look at Tom Brady, 22 years, okay, it's not the same. But, you know, the level of success and, and, and seven championships is just crazy. Um, is. We we ought to mention, um, a, when we're going for age of play, we've got two on the Rams that we should mention when we get to those points. But, uh, yeah, a phenomenal career and um, uh, it could be an amazing um, um Hall of Fame class if you think that Ben Rufflesburg retired well, yeah. Brady retired I, I wouldn't mind betting that Gronk possibly hangs it up with Brady I, I, having gone so, so you know certainly. there's the yeah. start of your um, class well, before we even go very you know start looking at who's still hanging around
0: you you move me on to, on to the next point of uh, of yeah, Big Ben Roethlisberger. We've it's like we've done this that, before. <laughs> I know exactly. That's it. It's uh, we've we've known for a little while that it was that it was coming. We knew that he was uh, he was uh, looking at hanging him up, hanging it up this uh, hanging him up this 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 off season, uh, and he has now. He's uh, he's officially officially done that. Um, he's come out and and said that he is uh, he's retiring after a, uh, after a career that spans from uh, he started in uh, two thousand and four. Um, He's uh, yeah, he's another one, another one with a fantastic career. Uh, He's he's probably obviously not quite as 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 decorated as as Tom Brady, but uh, you know, still pretty, uh, you know, still a pretty good uh, career.
1: Yeah, two Super Bowls, um, one, three Super Bowl appearances. I do wonder. um, I think a few of these. Um, quarterbacks that were, aren't named Peyton Manning or um, Tom Brady, how many they might have got without that kind of um, obstacle in the way of, of the you know yeah. the Patriots through that run. Um, the Steelers were always competitive. Um, Tomlin's never had a losing season um, as as head coach, and, and for a long time uh, Ben Roethlisberger was was part of that. Uh, he did it in a very different way, as much by being like a huge physical presence and difficult to tackle there are certainly controversies about his early career in his off season talk about him being turned you know him turning his life around around um very different attitude towards um body certainly um you didn't see him going for pylometrics and and, and putting in the, the kind of hours uh, <laughs> that brady was but you know a phenomenal know. career in his own right <laughs> um and yeah. I, it was time, and and I feel like that one was more where the body, the body and the spirit was willing, but that the, the, the um the body was not so much.
0: I think we, I think we kind sort of, we you know we saw it in the last in the last season, or maybe even the last couple of seasons. You know, he, he yeah he, he 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 started to to sort of slow down a little bit, and and you know, fair, fair enough. You know, you've been you've been playing it, at that, it, it at was that a, level for that long,
1: yeah. It was a very definitive. The ball was coming out very quick, and he was not taking any chances. <laughs>
0: yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, good luck to both of them, right? Like you say, I think uh, Big Ben will be, uh, be be kicking himself that he's retired in the same year as, uh, as Tom Brady because he's not going to headline the uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, but um, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a big year that twenty twenty seven
1: it yeah. is I mean it's one of those things where I don't think any player truly thinks of that because it's just whether they can make it or not but yeah, yeah no know. you would have thought that, that that he he would be in there at some point but I'm yeah, half we joking have to see I'm half way. joking you're half joking
0: <laughs> um moving on before we uh, talk about the games we'll uh, have a look at the uh, the hires this week there's been uh, there's been well you tell me there's been a couple I've only spotted one I've been uh, not not keeping my eye on the ball clearly um Nathaniel Hackett uh, has joined the, uh, the the Denver Broncos as head coach. Um, he former um, Green Bay offensive coordinator. Uh, he's been been in Jacksonville uh, for a couple of years before that, Buffalo. Uh, so he's been you know he's been around a little bit. He's uh, he's very seems to be I, I don't know a lot about the guy. I don't know if you do, but he seems to be a lot seems to be very sort of offensive minded, which is probably quite a good thing for for the Broncos.
1: Well, I mean, it's a difference for them after a couple of defensive minded head coaches. um he was, um, bit, or you know, you've already heard a uh, conversation of the fact that he has a very good um, relationship with Aaron Rodgers, and so you wonder if there something might be on their minds of the Broncos. Ooh, I didn't know
0: that. Oh well, I suppose it makes sense. Some of them have been uh, been at the Packers, yeah.
1: Yeah, and his offensive coordinator. So you know, yeah. pretty much as soon as it was announced, you know, people were putting two and two together and going, they were already discussed as a as, as a perhaps an option for a trade, given some of the youth that they've developed there and mm. kept receivers around the problems they've had at quarterback. So I can't believe um, I didn't think of that. <laughs> I I can't say that I'm an expert on him specifically, but um, because cause I think the headline is much more about Le Fleur there, but it, it, it's definitely. I think with all of these, you get an idea of what they've done as a coach, but un- unless they're, a, unless they're a, someone who's been a head coach before, and I actually I often feel like the second time around, a lot of coaches do do better because they've sort of done the job before and understand the difference yeah. between a head coach and offensive coordinator. So you never well, really know sense. how these yeah these first, first-time first ones will do. But certainly from that point of view, it seems to make sense. And, and you can't argue with the Packers' success um, on offense in the last couple of years.
0: Absolutely not. No, they'll be. Uh, I think the uh, the Broncos will be pretty uh, pretty happy. And I, I think he'll. Uh, I think he'll do fairly well there. I think that's quite a good, uh, quite a good little hire there in uh, in Denver. Um, there's been some others. You 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 reliably inform me.
1: Yes, multiple ones. So I'm going through in in sort of basically, I believe, alphabetical order from the... Uh, um, all, I, all
0: I know is one of them isn't Miami. I know we've not taken anybody on yet.
1: <laughs> okay, so we'll start with the Chicago Bears and sort of work down the team list as I have them. So um, Ryan Proles has been announced as general manager and he has hired Matt Elberthlis, who is the um, defensive coordinator from the Colts. And... That's an interesting hire, just because um, a lot of talk about how Chicago needed to to build around um, uh, their new new quarterback Justin Fields, and obviously they picked a defensive head coach. But what they've done is they've hired um, Luke Getzky, who is the uh, Luke Getzy even, who is the offensive coordinator as offensive coordinator, who's coming on from um, the Packers as their passing game coordinator so again you can see the, the idea of how the successful offensive teams get yeah. raided and so he's he's been brought on board to be defensive coordinator and obviously as a relatively young coach for, co- coach to my understanding i'd need to double check that but um i that sort of makes sense if you've got a defensive head-minded coach that you, you want somebody who might stick with you for a couple of years to bed in the quarterback before getting hired away
0: ideally yeah yeah
1: so well, moving on from there up. What else have we got? The Raiders are completely changing um, track, and they have got Josh McDaniels coming over as head coach, with Dave Ziegler also coming over from the Patriots as general manager. So, oh, do you um, know what? They- I
0: had seen that, and I'd forgotten to put it. I'd forgotten all about it.
1: So um, <laughs> if if the Bears were going for sort of like a mixed approach, the Raiders are going for a Patriots West vibe. Um, yeah. That's not always been successful. But the thing I will say about Josh McDaniels is that, you know, this is his second tread. Um, he's been groomed by... Um, he has been rumoured that he'd been groomed by Belichick and said that he'd be getting extra advice and that's why he stayed. But, you know, he's obviously decided that now's the time and this is the gig that he wants. I wonder if he was able to sort of, you know, present himself as a package with Dave Ziegler and go there with a bit more, if not direct control, then more comfort with the front office, shall we say.
0: Yes. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds possibly that way.
1: And then the final club that we have to talk about is the New York Giants, who, after um, Joe Schoen went as general manager from the Bills, um, Brian Dable, um, offensive coordinator for the Bills, is coming over as um, head coach. And that would seem to make a lot of sense if you look at the development of, um, of Josh Allen in Buffalo. They are obviously going for a sort of Buffalo South, I guess you might describe them, or <laughs> Buffalo Southeast. Uh, um, but um, they will... Um, I'm guessing that they won't be looking to pick a quarterback this year as much as anything because there isn't a sure top five one. They can use a couple of picks to to, um, try and secure uh, the franchise in other places and look to see if they can um, sort of turn around Daniel Jones um, after his iffy start but I think they've got him for at least another year under a rookie contract so I'm guessing they'll be looking to see if he is rescuable or if they need to move on at some at some point in the near future but I don't think it will be this year um, yeah. wouldn't rule out them taking a developmental prospect later but certainly I don't see one in the first round
0: no no, fair enough and the only other thing I've seen before we move on to the games bearing why we are 16 minutes in now and we haven't even touched the game yet we've um, only got two games well I'm sorry we're burying the lead
1: maybe we need to do a head coach talk after the game yeah
0: that's it well the, the, other, the other one I've seen is uh, the Vikings are uh, flying Jim Harbour in for a uh, an interview for their head coaching uh, position and uh, I really hope while he's there we you know Stephen Ross does the same and, and brings him into uh, to Miami for a chat at least
1: it is interesting. There's been a little bit of talk about him coming over from college. I, I, I thought that Ross had said that it wouldn't be him who hired it away, but you know, if he's talking to the Vikings, it's like, well, why not? Why make the exactly, NFL yeah. clubs suffer if if he's leaving your um, exactly. uni anyway?
0: Yeah. So well, after we will have to keep an eye on that one, see where that uh, see where that that comes and uh, that where that ends up. He's uh, obviously obviously um, potentially looking around from from his Michigan. Head uh, coaching position at the minute to see whether uh, there's, there's something there if he's willing to get on a plane and fly to uh, fly oh no Toyota. absolutely so yeah
1: yeah I, I, we'll, uh, I don't we'll, we'll have to see how things go over the coming weeks but obviously you know we've got two good weeks in the Super Bowl
0: Another good week of games this week. It was uh, yeah, two, only two. This the uh, the championship games, but uh, yeah, another good uh, couple of games. The AFC championship game uh, this year took place uh, between the Bengals and the Chiefs in Kansas City, and it was uh, very much a tale of two halves uh, and a bit of overtime as well. On top of that, uh, the Chiefs started off brightest and uh, took an early lead uh, and a fairly sizeable one at that with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, putting pretty much every foot right. Uh, The Bengals really struggled in that first half to uh, stop the Chiefs, but when it came to the second half, it was uh, was a completely different game, really. The Bengals got uh, all the way back into the game and took the lead with six minutes to go. Uh, and while the Chiefs got uh, got within a, within a few yards of a game-winning touchdown, two straight sacks saw them have to kick it level uh, as the clock expired. Uh, the Chiefs won the, uh, the toss going into uh, overtime, which left the Bengals um, with that sinking feeling, but uh, they went on to uh, intercept the ball shortly after. 13 seconds after, interestingly, uh, after last week. Uh, and having uh, moved the ball forward uh, with a few runs, uh, Evan McPherson once again kicked the Bengals into the Super Bowl. An incredible game with an incredible end, uh, and uh, yeah, having beat the Chiefs, the Bengals will now feel like they uh, they can beat anyone. The final score was uh, Cincinnati twenty-seven, Kansas twenty-four.
1: And I guess that Joe Burrow was right about not liking the underdog status, and we're a good team yeah. with good coaches, and, and we stand a chance. Um, well, that's it. It really was, it was. I was about to say it really was a game of two halves. It was sort of like a game of, of two halves and an extra bit, not so much for the overtime, but but just that stand before half time, which I think we were chatting about at the time, was really crucial in just managing yeah, to not time. only, yeah. yeah, not only just stopping them scoring a touchdown, but stopping them score points full stop. And, um, uh yeah Andy Reid came back out and said afterwards that um that was partly his fault because of he you know Mahomes said he wanted to go for the play and that's fine but obviously you know it needed not to be that throw but it needed to be something quick and out so that they could get the field goal in um but it was just interesting that much like the week 17 game and this was the bit that was slightly surprising was that um they built up this lead in the first half and then in the second half the Bengals sort of defense got made some adjustments um basically playing a lot of man with under rubber and only rushing free. And that eight coverage and, and the way they passed off, they managed to do enough to confuse and contain um, mm. Holmes. And, and they, as they dragged themselves back into it, despite repeatedly running the ball badly on first down and, and <laughs> only for a yard or two.
0: Yeah, I know that was frustrating you, wasn't it? Yeah, I, know, uh, you, I got a text from you saying, stop running on first down.
1: Well, look, but part of the problem was, and, uh, you know, if you listen to various podcasts and, and people analysing the game, you'll hear this talked about quite a lot. But apart from anything else, they kept doing it from under centre. So it was a really big tell what they were doing yeah. on first down. So, um, I mean... The magic that's got them there, I'm not saying um, Taylor is a bad coach, believe, don't get me wrong, but it feels like what got them there was a combination of some very good defensive coordinating, and that defence playing well, and Joe Burrow being pretty special and having the confidence to find T. Higgins when Jamar Chase wasn't open and still managed to find Chase uh, at key moments. Absolutely.
0: Do you think uh, Evan McPherson walked on and went, well, looks like we're going to the Super Bowl then?
1: I think he might not have said it after um, <laughs> after the coverage from the previous week, but I wouldn't mind betting he fought it. And certainly, he seems we seem to have had a good one. Whether this is going to lead to a run of kickers being drafted, I don't know. But certainly, um, he has the start of his Bengals career couldn't have gone much better.
0: Absolutely. Do you think if if obviously bearing in mind the Chiefs won the toss, do you think if they if they'd gone on to win this one and, and got a touchdown in the first, you know, in their first in their first drive of overtime, do you think that would have been a, uh, you know, after all the contro- controversy last week, or not controversy, but the, the noise that was being made last week, do you think it would have perhaps? Started something, started the league, in you know, at least talking about looking at the, the I'm league.
1: not sure that they won't anyway, um, because you need you know, any club can raise something, so you wouldn't mind betting the Bills um, might do something. And if you actually listen to Andy Reid after that game, he said, You know, I absolutely think we, you know, it's something we could look at, and and, and he sounded very open. Um, to that prospect so I think the problem is is that um, it's been brought up before and you need something like I want to say 27 but I could be wrong but you need like three quarters of the teams i think at least to get something through the rules committee and so it's agreeing what the overtime format is i've heard a couple of really good suggestions i think we discussed it after the builds but one of the ones i quite like is just now we've got 18 games living with ties because you know it's a league and it's not that big a deal and saving the wear on players in the regular season but maybe putting it up to 15 and giving them like two two you know, a drive each maybe. And, um, I, I kind of like the idea of it being like a drive each, keep the touchdown wins, but you know, you get another shot and if you get a touchdown, well, okay, you've got a shot to go for two for the win or, um, well, you're forced into go for a two for a win. Um, and that's sort of, you know, that, that at least gives everybody a chance. And it's sort of decided by football rather than the toying costs.
0: Have I just done toying costs a second time? Toying costs two weeks in a row. (laughs) Oh dear.
1: Spoonerisms ahoy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but yes, no, it was a it was a very good game. Um yeah, I was I was yeah, I was uh I was I was very, very happy for you and uh I yeah didn't get didn't uh Needed a bit of time to uh, to to calm down before I could go to sleep on Sunday on Sunday night.
1: Yeah, I was one. having I was having very similar problems. I'm very glad I took the morning off on Monday. Yeah. Um, it, it, I do wonder. It's in, uh, beginning to hear some of the questioning of Andy Reid's um game management and his record as a coach, and it's kind of it is a curious one because. He's been to like four straight AFC Championship games and won a Super Bowl in there, and I do just wonder if we're we're too much trying to judge people against the record of, of sort of Brady and Belichick, and you know, Maybe. it's not usual to go to that many a- conference championship and Super Bowl games in in, in a sequence, and, and you know. We had a huge break where we didn't have that regular team after we had that sort of late 80s, early 90s string streak with the 49ers and um, the Cowboys. And now we've had this you know, giant run of Patriots dominance um, until the last couple of years. And I just wonder if we're just going to get more and we, we sort of still, because of what Brady and Belichick have done, Get used to ha- have gotten overused to the idea of how hard it is, even mm. for incredible players and coaches, to actually make it all the way to the Super Bowl.
0: Maybe, yeah, we, we might be getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> so we move on. in Let's the rush to a night,
1: the- oh, sorry, sorry I was just saying, in, in, in the rush to a night, the, ne- the next person is the next great and the next goat. That you yeah, know, maybe we need to let play careers play out and, and remember some of the context of yeah. the wider history. But I'll let you get yeah, onto to the next game if like you that. wanted.
0: <laughs> Let's have a look at the uh, the NFC game and uh, yeah, I'd forgot what it was uh, like to have a game without a walk off victory. Uh, but the NFC game uh, between the 49ers and the LA Rams reminded us of all uh, just of what that was like. Uh, it was a nervy start with a few uh, a few mistakes, no teams being being able to really take control. But when we got into the second quarter, the, sto- the scoreboard started moving, uh, and it was actually the Forty ers who entered this game as underdogs who went uh, in at half-time with a slim lead, uh, particularly thanks to a, a missed fifty four yard. Uh, field goal from uh, from the Rams uh, continued as well with a 16-yard touchdown pass to George Kittle, um, which took the uh, the gap to two scores uh, going into the uh, in, in the second half. Um, but Cooper Cup, uh, who led the Rams in receiving yards in this game and set a uh, league record of 13 games this season uh, with over 100 rushing yards, surpassing Michael Irvin in 1995, um, soon turned things around uh, with a touchdown uh, and two field goals uh, later, and they were uh, they were ahead. Uh, one minute 49 to go. Uh, often that's plenty of time to uh, to get down the other end and uh, and score a uh, one of their own. Uh, but Jimmy G threw an interception to, to uh, Trevon Howard, uh, and three kneel downs later, the uh, the Rams were lifting the NFC Conference Trophy. Uh, they'll be heading to the Super Bowl. Final score was 49ers 17, Rams 20, and they'll be hosting it as well, won't they?
1: Yeah, and the first half was a weird one because I felt like the um, the Rams' offense was moving the ball much better than the 49ers. Yeah. But given that we sort of had like two free and outs to start the game as, as people sort of felt things out and then the Rams settled so in, in, drove all the way to the end zone and then um, Stafford gets picked off and the 49ers keep doing 49er things and, and making the game competitive. But it feels like that you could this at Shanahan and uh, I think McVeigh in that um, they're both great offensive-minded head coach uh, coaches, but it feels like both of them their game management is questionable. Um, and what um, McVeigh was doing in in two iffy challenges to give away um, timeouts timeouts, um, it felt like that could have really bitten him towards the end of a game. Yeah, um, yeah, and I feel like. The 49ers, there's some interesting stuff going on in the offseason. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is an amazing quarterback, but he's already got this team to um, the Super Bowl once whilst healthy. And he, he clearly had problems with his thumb and his shoulder. He's already had surgery on his thumb. And it just feels like um, that it's a slightly odd situation with 49ers where their number three pick. Um, that they traded up to get couldn't help them at all this season. Even with a quarterback that injured, to the point where they weren't even going to put in packages for him. You know, if we've got Debo Samuel um, running options, even if you if, if there's some concerns about game flow, and what you're going to do? Surely you can just have um, a, a, a Trey Lance come in and runs an option. and Have two quarterbacks in the um, in the backfield, and, and it kind of feels like the kind of thing that, that absolutely you would have thought an inventive play caller like Shanahan might have tried.
0: I suppose so. Yeah, I hadn't really thought of that, but yeah, it would have probably, probably not been a uh, not been a bad shout. It would, have been, uh, would have been a bit of a surprise for the first first couple of times they tried it. But
1: uh, yeah, yeah, and sort of like if now or the Super Bowl is the time to try it, do or die. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And you know, and you've got two weeks to try and get Garoppolo a bit healthier because um, he did bang his shoulder, believe it or not, in the previous week, having had all the problems with his thumb. But um, I feel like the right team won. Um, but the 49ers could have quite easily run. I'm going to butcher this name, but Jaquiski Tart, dropping that interception opportunity is you know, absolutely killer. Now, Massive, he's obviously, yeah. He, yeah, he's not a defensive back known for um, his um, ball skills. He has two interceptions in his four-year career so far. but And that was a hum digger, And I think, I mean, he's come out straight away and owned it. So, you know, I, I, I feel confident he'll bounce back. But, you know, that is one that's going to haunt him for a few weeks, I would imagine.
0: Isn't it just that we've seen that in his sleep? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, you know it, it could have it, like you say it could have completely given the game a completely different uh, different outcome and and that I mean it it really could have done it I mean at the, at the end the uh, the Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo throwing that interception um, you know they had they had plenty of time a minute minute forty nine is is as we've seen plenty of time to get down and uh, and score one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It it, it was, yeah, it it was just tough. But, um, I, it has to be said watching as, as someone eyeing up the, you know, the opposite of the Bowl, I'm I'm sitting there going, well, I don't fancy much going against either of those defences.
0: Yeah. yeah. (laughs)
1: Both defences were really good. Um, I just feel like the Rams had a little bit more on offense. Um, thanks to Stafford and, um, it sort of feels like this: the Rams were in all in mode with all the trades and moves they've made to a, a, acquire that talent, yeah, and they Rams'
0: defense just scares the life out of
1: me. Well, this combination of Floyd and um, Donald and Von Miller now that they're all playing so well, yeah. and, and do you know what? This is one of the things that I think might be helping, in the, or looks to be helping in the playoff. Is is you know this whole thing about um, getting out of retirement, Weddle? And he's not just played, you know. They were talking about, oh, he can help them get lined up and maybe offer them twenty snaps. He played like sixty snaps the week before and about fifty something this week, um, yeah. and, and and is suddenly helping them get organized. And at thirty-seven, being retired two years, that is kind of ridiculous. And I'm not saying that he can, you know, he could have sustained this over a season, but you know, as a stopgap measure in the playoffs, this, you know, this could be an astounding one that could lead to him it's finally getting a ring.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, it was a yeah, it was a good game. I think, um, like you say, I think the, the right team did win in the end. Um, I would say, given the uh, given given the game, but you know the the Forty Nineers put a, put a good uh, a good sort of account themselves across, and uh, yeah, I don't think they'd have. Uh, I don't think there have been too many complaints from uh, from from the Rams if uh, if they if you know if the, well there would have been, but if, I can say if the Forty ers have made it to the, to the Super Bowl, but of course they complained
1: yes but you know it, 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 you, know you know what mean. It, it's not so hard to see, see in a parallel universe somewhere the ball is, yeah. a couple of balls bounced a different way and a different exactly. team is going to the Super Bowl
0: exactly and it was the first game in two weeks that didn't have a uh, walk-off victory uh, a, a walk-off a walk-off a uh, walk-off
1: score so um, yeah it, it's been an incredible two weeks of playoffs um, really it's been it, yeah it really has been after that uh, the wildcard round was a bit flat but um, for the last two rounds have been amazing so fingers crossed for a competitive Super Bowl I hope so I do hope so we'll talk about that a little bit well more. I mean I say that obviously what I really want is the Bengals to absolutely murder the Rams and, 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 <laughs> and you know both to win the Super Bowl but also as revenge for the thrashing that I had to watch when the um, Bengals watched played the Rams in London a couple of years ago but um, a good I job I suspect-
0: we're not, uh, not, not going to be impartial isn't it
1: Ah uh, yeah no we we'll be you can be impartial for me. <laughs>
0: no, no, you're all right. Okay, we haven't got many more chances this year, this yeah this season to uh, triple each other up on uh, on uh, on trivia. So uh, we we have make the most of this. You, uh, it's your turn to go first, G.
1: Okay, so um. Uh... I seem to do this a lot for somebody who loves defense that I end up asking quarterback questions. But given that this is Burrow's second season and he's taken um, his team for a Super Bowl, I have found six quarterbacks who've managed that before since 1950. How many of them do you think you can name?
0: Right, hang on, hang on, give me that again. They've done what? Taken their
1: um, taken their team to the Super Bowl in their first two years of their NFL career. Right, Mahomes is incorrect you're joking no because he sat out his first year so it was his third year of his career
0: oh I feel like I'm really going to struggle in this Um, you will have heard
1: all of these players are familiar Um, four of them you absolutely should get one of them I think you should get and one is outside of the 2000 range when you're playing football but you should know this because we've (laughs) talked about it previously this season
0: right okay Um, we'll go I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna name big names. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go Brady. Yes. Uh, ben Roethlisberger. Correct. Because that was that was against the Seahawks. Remember that one? Uh
1: um Did Peyton Manning do it? Nope. No. They were famously bad in his first yeah, season. Yeah, that's what to I, I was thinking.
0: Um, Eli Manning. Nope. Oh, okay. Kind of been far off.
1: Uh, Cam Newton. Nope. T- he was in the league a few years before he made the Super Bowl. Was he? How, how, it yeah. didn't feel like it. It felt like really he'd <laughs> only been. I don't know. I'd need to look it up,
0: but I, you know, I think at least three or yeah. four. Um, I think you're gonna have to put me out my
1: misery. Oh,
0: uh, Dan Marino.
1: Correct. Of course, he did. Um, and that one was i was sat here going that's the one one that's outside of when you were watching but you yeah, should get that I know. through your yeah, team I knew that was, I knew <laughs> should, that should was, i let yeah. you let you know the others Go on, so then. the most recent was russell wilson i was gonna say him as well
0: i wasn't sure yeah i mean i okay. say the
1: most recent burrow will be in in two weeks but then we've got um working back in time colin kaepernick
0: oh, okay yeah
1: and i'm i'm enjoying the connections by the time we've 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 done Roethlisberger and Brady who've both just retired and then Kaepernick of the 49ers it's all running through yeah. and then the only <laughs> other one that you missed out was Kurt Warner oh which is again appropriate Greatest because he did it for the Rams was,
0: and yeah. my first that was my first season watching football
1: i'm amazed that you're not a um, rams fan in that case because that team was amazing
0: <laughs> it was it was amazing i know i know that was my first season watching football. That, yeah, no, I, I, I remember. I remember I, that was I didn't that was the foot. In fact, I think even since then, I think that's the only, with the, with the exception of when I had my gallbladder taken out, I think that's the only Super Bowl that I've not watched live. Yeah. To watch, I to watch the next morning after that, I've been live ever since.
1: Live and anyway, hooked. Your turn absolutely. for trivia.
0: Anyway, I, d- I don't chain. think
1: that's your trivia question. At
0: any rate, <laughs> I've got two. I've got two questions this, this year. I say two questions. It's the same question, but sort of asked twice. Um, <laughs> we've had retirements this week of, uh, as we mentioned earlier, of Ben Roethlisberger and uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, ben Roethlisberger was drafted in the 2004 season. Yeah. When he was drafted, he was third on the uh, on the on the quarterback depth depth chart. Who were who were the first two?
1: I'm I've, I'm remembering his nickname of Slash, and i is it something like Kendall Stewart? No, I'm half remembering the name. Oh. I can't think who else. I thought it was.
0: this one might be this one. This was going to be the difficult one of the two. It was definitely
1: yeah. Bad. That that one's stumping me. Go on, who name the so, names?
0: Tommy Maddox.
1: Oh, I should have known. You know what, Charlie? See, Charlie. I thought you might.
0: I I thought you might get it from your with your Bengals collections and having played them twice a year.
1: It's just far enough ago, but it's yeah. also in my Madden period where Charlie Batcham, you know, that's fine. I don't think I've got that. Tommy Maddox, I'm actually a little bit annoyed about because I, it was, you know, I'm sure that I, I, I've actually played the Steelers at one point and sort of, you know, <laughs> organized that that name. Argh. Anyway, okay, your your other version of this torture.
0: My other version is uh, when Brian brody uh, uh, Brady was actually fourth. I don't imagine you're going to be able to name second and third but maybe you will give it a go Who's the, who, who were the three that were ahead of him
1: well Drew Bledsoe was the starter
0: correct yeah
1: and I honestly the problem is I read it a year ago I've, I've read never,
0: I've, I've never heard of the other two so I, I don't I've know read, read
1: the Belichick book and I remember them touching on Brady being drafted and his you know his performance in training camp as opposed to two guys who were technically above him but I am blanking on their both both their names because it was over a year ago and it just <laughs> will not come
0: so you've got John Fries F mm-hmm. R I E S Z I think I'm pronouncing that right and Michael Bishop
1: no no no, no.
0: but you got Drew Brees that was uh that was uh, relatively relatively easy one that one
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the straightforward famous one because obviously there was a the whole thing about who was going to be the starter uh, and Absolutely, when he got injured yeah. and him not getting his starting position back. Yes,
0: yeah. Well, there we go. There's there's the uh, I was about to say penultimate, but it's not, is it? Because we've got two, we've got two more episodes. So uh, yeah, not not quite the penultimate uh, trivia. Not the quite year, the
1: but penultimate but... trivia for the um, 2021 season. That's it. Two two weeks left. Dum, dum,
0: hey, Dan, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and I think everyone out there ought to know about your podcast, The Wrong Football on iTunes. Okay, this is where we would normally uh, start talking about next week's games. Obviously, there aren't any games next week. I mean, um, we're not talking the Pro Bowl? We're not. We're not talking the Pro Bowl. Of course, <laughs> we're not talking the Pro Bowl. Don't be silly. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't
0: resist. <laughs> we never We never talk Pro Bowl. <laughs> Although we'll probably mention it next week,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> next I have a feeling that what I'll usually do is watch the highlights of the Skills Challenge, and that's about it. Cause that's yeah,
0: that's pretty much yeah, that's more interesting than the, in the game a lot of times. Definitely, but we've uh, obviously we're uh, next next week's episode is going to be our, our Super Bowl preview episode as, it's, as it as always is uh, the week before the, uh, the Super Bowl. But we are looking at a uh, a Super Bowl of the Cincinnati Bengals versus the LA Rams on the thirteenth of Feb uh, at SoFi Stadium. I think the uh, coverage on BBC starts about. Half ten, I want to say. I think it is. Um, What's your? uh, Without going too much into it, because uh, obviously we've got a whole episode to kind of fill next week. Um, What's What's your? uh, What's What's your thinking? What What are you? Give us your. What's your What's your Your head saying?
1: Okay. So I'm going to start with the narrative Claxon, because there's going to be a couple that come up in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, if you're looking for, you know, re- reasserting, I'm not sure, bold prediction, but just predictions. The whole thing about uh, um, Whitworth going against the Bengals and his old team is yeah. probably a storyline that's going to come up. I would have thought the Weddle thing with um, him being 37 and with uh, Whitworth being over 40 age might come up. Um I guess my the thing that's going to keep me up at night for the next two weeks is just the um, the Rams' pass rush against our offensive line. Uh, shortly followed, the excitement of it all. Yes, and shortly <laughs> followed by um, trying to deal with Cooper Cup and um, a, a team who know what to do with Odell Beckham Jr. But more on that yeah. next week.
0: Absolutely, yeah, we'll do a uh, a full. A full uh, rundown on our uh, on, on a preview of the uh, of the Super Bowl next week. So uh, yeah, keep listening more on that next week. <laughs> Well, that's all we've got time for this week. We'll be uh, back again next week. Uh, if you liked what you've heard, uh, let us know by liking, subscribing, and maybe even leaving a little five-star review through whatever medium you procure your podcasts. That way, uh, you'll also make sure you don't miss any of our episodes right up until the Super Bowl uh, and also into the off-season as we start uh, start looking at next season. Uh, if you've got a question or something you want us to discuss next time, please get in touch. I'm at TWFDan on Twitter and she is at WrongFootball. In the meantime, have a great week and we'll see you again next time.
1: We're going to the... Super Bowl!